everyone, welcome back to Two Chicks Podcast. Today, we are here. It's Dixie. And Charlie. But we also have two special guests for this holiday special of double episodes with the same group of people. We also have Heidi. And? And Mark. So, welcome to Four Chicks. (laughs) Yeah. Four Chicks. (laughs) <laughs> so to start off this episode, I thought we could all start with like a fun little game. Mm-hmm. We're going to go around the circle and everyone rank the family members <laughs> favorite for, to least favorite. I'm not, not playing this game. You guys are all number I one. I would say I'm number one and everyone else is tied for fourth. Oh, wow. Why not tied for second? You guys okay, are all number one. Say, Dixie? All number one in my heart. Same. Shut up. <laughs> Dixie's in love with my ex-boyfriend. Stop! <laughs> That's why I unfollowed her on Instagram. <laughs> Let's actually and talk she about deactivated this. her Twitter account. <laughs> yes. Someone said Chase was the love of their life, and I just had to like it because I agree. That's what happened. And I'm sorry you had to find out this way, but... I found out through TikTok insiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So... I accidentally liked a tweet and it got posted. People actually still thought it was real, even though they confirmed that it was they were joking about it like five times. They're like, we knew this, like blah blah blah. I'm like, oh my god, shut up. Wow, down, wow, I know. I feel like this isn't the first time you've done this. I've I, I always accidentally like tweets because I'm laying down on my side with my right hand, and that's where the like button is. Mm. I've mm. liked I've liked another tweet about um Chase, actually, when I was asking him for because the show. Because you're in love with What are you, stalking his page? <laughs> no, I was, when he was going to be on my show, I had people ask me questions, and it was, like, about Nessa, and I accidentally liked oh, it, and right. I was like, Ugh! And then it got posted, and everyone's like, that was not an accident. I'm like, okay. So I'm going to thoroughly introduce these people. <laughs> First, we have Heidi, age 25. <laughs> Bad Biddy. Charlie. From Louisiana. Come on. Southern no. Gal, moved to New York City, then to Connecticut, now in California. Mother of two children. Say hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Okay, next. Oh. <laughs> next contestant is Mark Anthony D'Amelio. Italian, severe ADHD, (laughs) bad bitty, quite a cool dude. Oh, thanks, Charlie. Hi, everyone. between 30 and 33. (laughs) And then our third guest is Dixie D'Amelio. Hey. Age 19. Hey. Sings songs. Hey. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. Has severe attitude problems. No, I don't. (laughs) Last contestant, we have Charlie D'Amelio, age 16, light of the world, bright and shining light, trained dancer from the age of three years old, mediocre TikToker, and just overall, great attitude about today. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having us. We're excited to be here. Are we your first guest? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What made you choose us? It was, was on it? the schedule. Was, Easy everyone, was everyone else busy? <laughs> it was just on the calendar. We just really wanted you guys here. Oh, yeah, we decided. Oh, that's so sweet. So sweet. Thanks, guys. Yeah, of course. <laughs> is there any stories where, like, when we were growing up, where you're like, okay, this kid isn't going to be a loser? 
Well, starting very young, I'll say this one, uh, it showed Dixie's determination when she was a little over one and she was in a crib and then she would appear next to our bed. We were like, how is she getting out? And we, anyway, we saw her do it one time and she would launch her body out of her crib and hit the floor. So that told us a lot of things, looking back on it, that she was super determined. She missed us, so she wanted to come and see us. And the bars of a crib were not going to get in her way. And secondly, uh, we're not surprised why she's had so many concussions. Determination. Wow. Yeah, Dixie. I'm a queen. You are a queen. It's so funny how both kids were brought up in the same household and from as soon as they could have a personality they were very different from the beginning in a yeah. in a great way both both kids so definitely more nature over nurture because they were just kind of one is a inspiration millions superstar perfect hair Perfect body, and perfect one face, and one's a TikToker with 100 million followers. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, I have a story about Charlie. Wait, first, I just wanted to say, you can't say that, like, how did you know we weren't going to be, like, losers? Because if we think about it, like, think back to middle school me. Oh, I threw some... I was a loser. We really thought we were going in the wrong path. I was just... Weird. You guys were just doing I was everything for you, other Charlie. kids were doing. What are you In talking eighth about? grade, I ate lunch in homeroom by myself. I brought a bag of Honey Nut Cheerios. We know you were the kid in the back of the class. I was. It was really sad. <laughs> and then I made friends. And then I decided to have somewhat of a personality. It's called growth. Yeah. No one has personality in loser. middle school. Yeah, everybody's trying to figure it out. I had a personality, it just wasn't good. So, we're learning and growing. What's your story about Charlie? Oh, I was going to say, this was a great thing about Charlie that I used to, because I'm not this way. She would sit from the youngest, she was so little, and she always loved playing with dolls and little Polly Pockets and all of that. And she would create whole universes for them like they did what they from everything from what they were and she spoke on it out loud so she would play with her dolls and she was like katie you're gonna go with sally and we're gonna get in the car and you're gonna wear this and she would record her i have so many videos of her recording herself playing with her dolls and (laughs) creating their lives and so the imagination was like out there and she was so good at that and talk through and they would get in the car and they would go to the while she was playing with them go to the mall and shop and movies and and I just remember thinking what an imagination like if I played with doll when I played with dolls when I was a kid it was pretty quiet in my head like I would just play with them <laughs> not Charlie I and I love that imagination we all say how Dixie was fearless and I don't think people understand that she would just jump off of anything. And I remember people know the story that she raced BMX. And I remember the first time there was a big national BMX race in Connecticut. And I was, I bought a bike again and, and 
I, I asked Heidi if she wanted to go up to Trumbull to see the national race. And Dixie was, what was she, five, right? Mm-hmm. She was five oh. years Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was five she years was old. And we went and watched this race. And I remember her looking at me with her wide eyes and saying, "Can Daddy, can I do this? And on the way home, we went and we bought a BMX bike. And she started racing the next day. And we ra- she raced till she was 10. And then Charlie was always super organized, always looking in. I remember we bought computers for them at a young age. And she would she always had her either her phone or her camera Always organized, always had things the, put in the right rainbow place. Rainbow order. She everything e- was in rainbow order. Everything was in rainbow order. I think it runs in the family to know how to get a crowd to look at you and, like, be super <laughs> attention-seeking. Um, with on, my dad, on, it's on comedy. <laughs> um, with Dixie, it's... Hey, anyone want to see me climb onto something and jump off into something else? And for me, it's dancing. What, what about for mom? Um, She doesn't really like attention. Yeah, she doesn't. We definitely did not get that from you. She's getting better at it, though. Yeah. She actually has the face for it. She's well, I mean, as we said, bad bitty, I don't know, pretty cool gal. What do you think of the fact that mommy moved to New York to pursue her modeling career and left Louisiana and took a shot and came up to New York? I mean, I think personally, we all kind of have that like mindset. Like we're going to do whatever we can to achieve what we want. We did it to go to California. We did it whenever I started training in New York City and mom let me go. Like that's something that's I would say really cool about us as a family is like we're always going to do whatever we can. Even Dixie, BMX racing. We knew it was far. That's something that not a lot switching of people schools. did. Switching schools. Field like hockey. We were always very determined and we're going to do whatever we can do to the best of our ability. And I think that that's something really cool about us. I, I think that's one of the things that when Mommy and I first met, I was always fly by the seat of my pants, didn't let the little things bother me, and she would was more structured, and she would say, I have to do this at this time, and, and I would just be like, it's okay, don't worry about it. It'll all, it'll, how many times do they say, it will it'll all work, work out. out? It will all work out. So, you guys have been married for a long time how many years was it exactly what year is it wait it's like 20 or something yeah 20 we got married in 2000 yeah so uh, you moved to new york city Mm -hmm. to pursue a modeling career a beautiful gal we've got here she was a a personal trainer at the time too (laughs) a short gal but that did not stop her (laughs) then we've got my father loves fashion and clothing a great salesperson persuasive might i say how did a gal from louisiana fall in love the story please well when i moved i was going to work in a modeling agency which is what i was doing in louisiana and then i showed up to my interview and the guy i was interviewing with they were like oh he's gone for three months he's um scouting across the United States and I was like oh 
So I had to regroup because I was had too much pride to go back home and say, okay, that didn't work. Then, so I have no job. I'm, I moved up with friends from Louisiana and I'm, my priorities, as they should be, was I need to join a gym. Mind you, I don't have a job. And then I realized how expensive gym memberships are in New York City. So I had been working out for years, and I was like, oh, I'm going to work in a gym. My friend worked in a gym. She was like, if you work in a gym, you get a free membership. And so that's what I did. Fast forward, the guy that ran my gym, shout out James Auerbach, was dad's college roommate. And uh, dad had recently moved into New York City and started coming to the gym and he introduced us. And this is what did it for me, Your question, to answer your question, is he was probably the funniest person I ever met. And the fact that he was super spontaneous and the it'll all work out kind of vibe is what I fell in love with. Like I just he, and he was a hottie. I know y'all probably don't want to hear that, Ew. but really gross, <laughs> gross. And he and he was he was born in New York City, so he knew, like he would just. I had been living in this in New York City for seven months, and then I well probably uh, ten months whenever we started hanging out, and it was like I was there for the first time with him because he was taking me all over, and I had never been. I was just working all the time, so that was. That, I don't know. He was just so funny and random and just ha- had this thing about him where he, he always talked about um, appreciating the moment and not worrying and sweating the small stuff. And I love that. I remember seeing Heidi for the first <laughs> time in the gym and just being like. Oh, wait. Tell him about my hair when you met me. Oh, well, when I first met you, you had long hair and then like a couple of days or weeks later she shaved her head entirely so we started dating like right after she shaved her head but i remember seeing her and going to james Auerbach, my roommate and saying who's that and and it was what it was a great time just being in new york city with the backdrop of like and you talk about just being spontaneous like at the same age charlie when you were going into the city for dance i remember when i was a kid going into the city to see my dad and having the flexibility to get on the train and having New York City as a backdrop. And then mommy and I met and we knew right right away and we got engaged, I don't know, a year or so after that. And it's been uh, history. And then we moved up to Connecticut to my hometown. And I couldn't be happier with our lives, our relationship. And now to have you two, Dixie and Charlie, and this, the four of us go through all these kind of adventures together is fun, awesome, and, and I couldn't be happier. Um, I want to talk about some things that Dixie and I have learned oh, from you guys. I'm scared. No, good things. Okay, good go. things. Wait. Good things. When we moved out here, I feel like our relationship from parent to kid has changed. And I just completely know you guys now. Uh-oh, what does that mean? That like, sounds bad. If you yell at me, like, I don't want to say this because no, I can... feel like this is going to come back to me. But, like, we know how to handle it now. Yeah, we definitely do. Like, You're we so... just make a joke out of so, it. So, like, that was one of the things it that— It took you long enough to <laughs> That's, that's one of the out. things that I had a balance between Dixie and Charlie. Like, I've never intentionally wanted—disciplining uh, your kids is, is not fun. For any parent that enjoys disciplining, I, I don't I don't get it. So 
But the difference would be is I would walk into Dixie's room and she would have this look of fear and I would be like, dude, relax. I just and then I would say I would say pick this up or do this or make your bed and she would get all nervous and all this stuff. Charlie would Jedi mind trick me and just be, <laughs> and be Okay, Dad, nothing to see here. Nothing to see. The bed isn't <laughs> Don't look under the bed. Don't look under the bed. Well, because at certain points, like, we all know I'm sensitive. And if you talk to me, like, a certain way, I'm going to cry. So I just had to start being like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. There's literally nothing on my floor. And then, but now, because for such a long time, anytime we would get, like, upset in the slightest... You, would just you get say, more upset than we do. You get so, upset about the wrong things. <laughs> yes. But you, when we're upset or, like, in a bad mood, you get in a worse mood to trick us into not being in a bad mood. And we figure that out now. So now I just, I don't even. I love the way Dixie handles wait, dad say, now. Because she handles that? it. It took long enough. Wait, what was the thing you said on that video where, it's, where it was a TikTok where you said, you don't, I don't know your feelings or my feelings? Mm-hmm. Same thing with you don't know what's going through, going on. Can be told me. No, 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 no. What what happens is like my room could be a mess, like an absolute mess, as always. But you're like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Like it's all gonna be okay. But, but then you if could I trip dro- going up the stairs. Yeah, and he'll and- be like, what are you doing? You don't know how to walk up the stairs. <laughs> and he gets so mad. I'm like, I just don't understand. Like yell at me for my room. My room's a mess. Like <laughs> I even had to say, I was like, guys, like, can you get mad at me? I know I'm doing something wrong. They're like, I mean, it is what it is. Well, like, cause you were always, you were so nervous about and anxious about everything. I, we didn't want to add to it, but I mean, I think what you guys don't understand and you'll understand when your parents is like someone said it the other day from the second you guys come back, you came back from the hospital. We we were thinking about making sure you're breathing, and and that's what parents do. They just sit, they worry about you, and they so tripping up the steps. It's like I I don't want you to slip and fall, and so it's yeah, but you just need an, to work on your reaction. It's just a natural reaction. <laughs> you're like, dude, I'm like, what? I fell. What do you mean? Don't fall. <laughs> wait, what was when you, wait, when Dixie falls, it's, it's dramatic. It's dramatic and like hospital trip. Yes. We can't. I'm not dramatic anymore. Not guys. dramatic, but I it's can't a, be. It's actually a a. It's like a problem because you like could like health issue. twist your neck from like stubbing your toe somehow. Okay. But the thing about both of you guys. Charlie, yeah, all three of you. You guys all hold grudges. If I'm over something, I'm done. You guys are like, you bring it up and you're like still mad. Like, if we talk about it, I'm done. I'm over. Like, fine. Okay, what's up next? You're like, because my feelings get hurt. Get over it. Wait, you lump me into that category of a grudge holding? (gasps) Okay, Heidi Familio is the biggest grudge holder on this planet. (laughs) Absolutely. 100%. And you're next. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like someone could say one thing to me and, like, she hears it wrong and she's like, oh, oh, are you, that's so mean. I can't believe they would say that to my kid. Okay, but also (laughs) think about the things I don't hold grudges on. Wait, okay, Mm -hmm. you were talking about how, like, oh, they came home from the hospital. Like, we had to make sure they were still breathing. I'm just going to tell this story because I feel like... I don't know. It's important. So when I was like up until I was two years old, whenever I would sleep, I would stop breathing. (laughs) And my parents didn't notice for two years that I was just suffocating in my sleep. My grandma noticed and I had to get my tonsils and adenoids removed. 
Okay, and hold on. They a just second. they didn't even care. Hold on a it really second. Really hurt my feelings. It wasn't like you were gasping for air, not breathing. <laughs> you would snore. Like okay, so she snores. She has sleep apnea. And then, but it wasn't so severe that we're like, oh, she stopped breathing. It wasn't even like that. Not so noticed. your recollection of how this all went down when you were two is blurry. Just so you know. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to this special edition of Four Chicks with the entire damn fam. Part one. Hella love to everyone in this room. Thanks for having us. This was awesome. Thank you. I just, having moments like these where we can all come back together just means so much to me since all of our lives are so busy and moving in different directions. But as one, when we have these moments when all four of us are in the same room and can talk and reminisce, it just makes me so happy and warm inside. So I just want to thank you guys for joining us today. And we'll get ready for next week's episode with the same group of people. I'm so excited to be spending this much time with you guys. And I'm excited to talk about some more stuff. Maybe some give some advice for our followers or young followers who, who might not be as lucky as we are to have such a strong family like we do. And I just love being able to share those experiences. Thanks for having us. We have a special announcement. We're going to announce... On the next episode. We're getting a divorce. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Spoiler as long alert. as you're not pregnant, I don't care. Oh, Wait, you, um, what if we got a divorce? Actually, you would be, like, cool with that? I mean, I'd be sad, but it's better than a baby. Yeah, I do not want any um, younger siblings. So, have no. some news. We're not having a baby, and we're not getting a divorce. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Make sure to rate this podcast five stars and subscribe so it shows up automatically on whatever podcast streaming location you choose you can follow all of my socials at charlie d'amelio and snapchat is d'amelio c and all mine dixie d'amelio and my snapchat is dixie-d'amelio thank you guys for listening and bye bye love you guys thanks for having us